This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 25th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Shifting immigration reform into a piecemeal process can allay many of the concerns of both sides in the debate and possibly end with more of what both sides say they want, the coherent and legal status for immigrant workers. Alex Narasta, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute, says it's not quite that simple. So in late October, our Senator Marco Rubio, who, if you recall, was one of the principal uh, backers of the Senate immigration reform bill that passed back in June, said that, you know what, if the House wants to split it up into separate pieces, then they should be allowed to do so because we want to get something passed, some kind of reform passed. And he was criticized by so many people who were supporters of immigration reform, basically saying that he jumped ship and that he became anti really without any justification, just because he was sort of adopting this House of Representatives approach of wanting a piecemeal bill. And that idea being this is no longer comprehensive as a single piece of legislation. It is literally piecemeal. Yeah, literally piecemeal, chopping it up in five to seven different pieces, each piece having to do with one portion of the comprehensive bill. So one piece being border security, one piece being legalization for the unauthorized immigrants, one piece being a guest worker and other pieces. So what's happened now? So now the president came out a few days ago basically saying, and I quote, if they want to chop that thing up into five pieces, as long as all five pieces get done, I don't care what it looks like. What we don't want to do is simply carve out one piece of it, but leave behind some of the tougher stuff that needs to get done. So he's basically finally adopted the sort of Marco Rubio, the House approach to immigration reform, saying that if we can't get this Senate bill passed comprehensively, we might as well do it in chunks and pieces, which and now, of course, uh, this seems to be the way that everybody is viewing it that if it's going to get done, it's going to get done in chunks and pieces rather than a big comprehensive bill. And this is a big reversal for the president, who up until now, he was the last major figure, I think, in this debate to basically accept that it's going to be done piecemeal in the House. If we accept the idea that immigration reform is the three-legged stool, as we've heard it described here many times, that is dealing with immigrants who are here now, uh, future flows, of immigrants and the third leg being border security, uh, what are the likelihood that uh, that all three of those pieces are going to be dealt with, at least in, as an improvement, not necessarily ideal, but as an improvement? Well, that's the big reason why everybody wanted to put it comprehensively and why my predecessor, Dan Griswold, uh, wrote that it should be in one bill, is that the only way that you can make sure Congress is going to pass all these different chunks and they're all going to be better is if they're all tied together. You chop them up, you got problems because Congress can't sign a contract forcing itself to consider bills at some point in the future. So you have a credibility problem. You don't know if they're actually going to follow through with it. Um, the, you, you might be able to get around that with scheduling, uh, the timing of votes. You schedule them all timing one day. It also gives political cover. So some representatives could vote for the border security part. Uh, vote for the guest worker part, but not vote for the legalization. But I think the vote calculations are such that all pieces were cast just with different votes for different ones. Uh, so that's where I think it looks right now. All right. So what's the uh, what's the likelihood of something? What's going to move first? Well, well, what, what we've already seen in the House is that the border security stuff and the agricultural guest worker stuff as well as internal immigration enforcement. Those are the things that are really moving right now. The things that we're waiting on are non-agricultural guest worker visas for low-skilled workers, and we're waiting for legalization of the unauthorized immigrants. Those are the two big chunks of the most contentious 
If you recall, back in 2007, it was uh, disagreements over the guest worker portion that really killed that reform. And this time, it's been stalling quite a bit due to the disagreements over uh, legalizing unauthorized immigrants. So those are the two chunks that are taking the longest to iron out. Now, I can understand Republican reticence to um, the idea of breaking these bills up because border security may not be as strong or robust as they would like. But I can also see Democrats not liking the fact that citizenship for uh, all of these new immigrants or legalized uh, immigrants uh, might no longer be on the table as well. Right. And you're definitely seeing some disagreement both amongst Republicans and amongst Democrats. You see a lot of Democrats who almost entirely want to see immigration reform done. But I think it's split over those who want it for political motives and those who are devoted to the principle and want it as good policy. So you see a lot of them are um, now compromising. They say citizenship is not as important. What we just need to do is stop the deportations and regular, regularize, legalize these people in the country. And those are the people I think, those are the Democrats who are devoted in principle to getting this done to improve the lives of a lot of these um, unlawful immigrants. There are a lot of other groups, however, and it's mainly groups who are trying to outsize, uh, from the outside influence this debate, who say nothing short of citizenship. But uh, Julia Preston of the New York Times wrote a piece uh, this week basically taking a look at illegal immigrants and their opinions, and they're pretty divided over citizenship. You know, a lot of them have come here. They don't want to live here forever. They want to live here for five or ten years, make money, and go back home. And they came here to work. They didn't come here to vote. And that's the big gain that you get from being a citizen is being able to vote. They just want to be able to work without the fear of the police coming in and splitting up their families, putting them in jail for three months, and then deporting them and taking their property, which I think is a very legitimate fear. And I don't think that it's reasonable to delay immigration reform and to put these people in more danger for a longer period of time just so that they could vote in some future election that they're not interested in. The idea of taking citizenship off the table as like a non-negotiable would seem to satisfy uh, most of these Republican demands. That seemed to be a real sticking point that should please Republicans and, and allow us to get to uh, a more uh, rational immigration system. It should please Republicans and it, sh uh, and it in combination with now the president saying this can be done piecemeal in the House, there don't seem to be too many sticking points that Republicans can point to, except perhaps an irrational fear of a conference committee somehow destroying all the bits of their uh, piecemeal bills that they think are essential. And, uh, you know, a conference committee is not this giant boogeyman that's going to suddenly turn this into uh, some Democratic big government bill that they're afraid of. I mean, a conference can occur in one of three ways, approved by unanimous consent, uh, which is not going to happen. Uh, because there's going to be one guy who uh, rejects it. Uh, motion put forward by the head of the House Judiciary Committee, uh, uh, Representative Goodlatte, which is not going to happen, or pass a rule out of the Rules Committee and pass it on the floor to trigger a conference. Now, in all of those, the House has a lot of say in all this, all, all, on how this committee goes forward, and then they have to f approve the final bill when it comes back to them. So the notion that the House, uh, that conference is somehow going to force a bill that the House doesn't want, I think, is just a, a boogeyman to try to avoid actual movement on this. Alex Narasta is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.